Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Keith Oaks. Well, with a carb-friendly monster energy drink in my hand, I sit at the RNC in studios feeling very hyper next to the most hyper man on the planet, (laughs) Keith Oaks. I can tell you that my um, energy level is a little bit down today. You know, we we spent... You know, I a had lot to, of time in a truck. I, I spent 10 hours, 10, 11 hours with Mr. Prather yesterday in a truck, and um, then Brighton decided to be up at about 2.30 mm. in the morning, and then I couldn't go back down, and so this is going to be a fun day. Zach, Kristen, did y'all get any sleep last night? Uh, you know, I got a little bit. I did, yeah. a, a little. Today was Will's first day of daycare, so, oh, you know. How, how does Will sleep no. at night? He sleeps pretty good. He sleeps about six hours, you, you know, you. a solid six-hour stretch, and then after that, it's about every three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, that's God not bad I don't at all. have babies. <laughs> I want them for like, I want my kids to be babies again for about an hour. Yeah. And I want to, and then I want them to go back to be a 19, 17, 13, and 10. I, I can get you to come watch mine for about an hour. No, and I, don't want you, I don't want <laughs> Bright, your baby. Brighton will give you all you can handle for about a solid hour, yeah. I can promise. Yeah. Now I don't even want to go into a restaurant and sit next to a baby. We won't even take Brighton to, to a somebody. restaurant. <laughs> we have not, we, we've not even taken our child to a restaurant. I'll get on an airplane and all. I can. Not at all. I can hear people you behind can't, you me. You got to hold her the whole time, bounce, move, whatever. She will not sit still. Yeah, I remember. I don't those know days. where she gets that from. <laughs> one no of the idea. Most, one of the no most idea. glorious days of my life was when we no longer had to use a diaper bag. <laughs> oh man! And have to tote that thing around and carrying a kid in a car seat and those things. Yeah. Wow. The kid just, in the car seat is hard. It I is mean, hard. It's, it's a workout. It's heavy. It's yeah. a workout. Thirty pounds. Let me tell you, you should have been back there in the days when when I this back in the ancient days when we had i mean they made those things out of lead yeah it's terrible <laughs> it's like an iron cage we kept those kids in what are we gonna pull up first here zach first things first something in the tech world uh elon musk if you remember that guy the guy who makes tesla who could forget he said uh artificial intelligence uh, his prediction is that artificial intelligence uh, battle will most likely be the cause of world war three what what does he say? Why why? What is the right? Here here's here, he here's saw what Terminator. He's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He saw the new Terminator and he wasn't a fan. Here's what he's saying. He's saying that countries are going to start developing artificial technology, artificial intelligence technology, faster and faster, and this is going to start building towards uh, national use. More bigger systems are going to start being used for it. Things like banking, hospitals, whatever. Eventually, it's going to get to a point where uh, it needs to have some kind of regulation, and they, he thinks government should start to get in front of that now. And start putting things in place now as, as hurdles that you have to kind of get past for artificial intelligence. Because at some point, if you let it get too out of control, countries that are big in computer science, like China or Japan, are really going to want to, you know, they, they might let this get away from them. And it might turn into some kind of big, big how to do. So he's basically saying get, get the regulations in place now before it is even going, which can be difficult probably as well, you know, to figure out what, what they should be. But what, what's your take on that? We just shut down Skynet <laughs> because somewhere out there, Kyle Reese is going to find a way to come back into time and he's going to meet Sarah Connor and they're going to have um, John Connor. Right. They've got exactly. us covered. And, and John Connor is probably parading around like Elon Musk. And so I, I say we just pull the plug on the whole thing. 
At, at this point in time, as much time as I spend out in the world dealing with people, I'm just happy to know there's any kind of intelligence. Uh, <laughs> if it's artificial or because there's not a lot something of... something lacking these days. There's not it? a lot of just pure intelligence. Uh, it's ridiculous. No, I don't know. I, I, I'm so ignorant, honestly, when it comes to issues like this because I know that so much of our life is run by technology and yep. so much of it we're so tied in the internet has changed things the scary thing for me is how much has changed just in the last say 10 years mm-hmm. you know when i i mean when i was when i was zach and Kristen's age the concept of i think there was a maybe a beeper you could get a beeper yep and and uh th- th- that's about all the technology there was my father i remember when he got a cell phone installed in his truck and i was like wow the big bag that's crazy and now, you know, I could pull up a camera right here and see what's going on inside of my house at this yeah. very moment. Um, I and told Jenny, I feel like I feel like I'm living the Truman Show yeah. with all the yeah. cameras in the house. Yeah, now yeah. With the I, I can even look into my neighbor's house right now. I, I, that's how <laughs> that's, that's, that's how advanced we are. Yeah, but we're we're nosy. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I you know I, <laughs> I I think there's a little fat guy in North Korea that's going to start World War Three quicker than technology, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, but it's it's a weird, weird deal. Well, it's a weird world we're living in. You know, I, I'll tell you, and just so I, I forgot to, to do the introduction whenever we came in, which is what we do is take headlines and we try to take a second shot at them. We want to take a twist or a turn on them of things that something grabbed us about your business or your personal life. One of the things that grabbed me with this, because this, is, this, is, this had um, hit me probably pretty hard this last week, been on my mind, which is there's that old saying that people say, don't put the cart before the horse, mm-hmm. right? that can pertain to so many things, do more work on things, get things lined out, do all that, where I absolutely disagree with that statement in a massive way. I believe in putting the cart before the horse, without Mm -hmm. a doubt, almost 100% of the time. And, you know, kind of what he's talking about in the headline, which is, you know, we need to go get these regulations out there now before it does start really kind of going into what it is, which, you know, regulations are a whole other debate. Some think they're too many, some think they're not too much, but what I get out of it is, I believe you got to put the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that to get anything done um, in your personal life or in your business life, you just got to you got to put. Sometimes the cart needs to go ahead of the horse. You don't. You, you've got to go get things out there to see what the heck yeah. you've got to fix. Like you can't plan for everything. You can't sit there and come up with every roadblock you know you're going to hit because I can tell you if you've never been through that, you don't even know seventy percent of the roadblocks you're going to hit. Right. Yeah. And pertaining to this art- article in particular, like it's difficult to make regulations on something if a, a law isn't even in place yet. But yep. I think what they're saying is it's important. And I think what you're saying, Heath, is that it's important just to open up the conversation yeah. and start talking about the issues now so that collectively, you know, as a society, we can find morals and standards for which we want to abide by when these things start happening so that we're not making decisions after the fact and then it's an afterthought it's difficult to create rules and regulations to govern something that doesn't exist mm-hmm. yet yeah. and so my fear is that if you if you create those rules and regulations now you go and build something that will fit within the regulations that still can be molded and bent to fit a certain will so yep. you have to be careful on that but I, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, that's a hard one on the cart what, before what the horse. What is that? You, you've heard that saying. What is your thought on that saying? What's that? The cart before the horse? Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I mean, I because when I hear that, and I know probably listeners are too, I hear that and I go, God, how does that work? You know, how does that work? I think I think for me, you got to have a cart that's worth pulling. Mm-hmm. you got to build something. And that's why I'm talking about the rules and regulations. you got to have something to, to regulate first. Uh, I, first of all, maybe we just let Elon Musk run the world. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, I, it amazes me how smart the man is yeah. and, and just what he's done. But but it, I what I tend to say, and let's get back to the personal aspect of this and the business aspect of this and the life stuff. What's your cart? What cart do you have that could potentially get out of control yep. that you need to get control of right now? You know, what what what's your cart? What is your situation? What is your thing that could, if it gets out of hand, look, I do, I, I'll be honest with you. I've got a situation going on right now that is stressing me out, and my cart is is my social media. Yep. As big as it is, mm -hmm. as huge as it is. I had somebody who sent one today, and they said, you haven't posted anything today. And I said, Just need a break. Not, <laughs> I might not post anything today. Yeah. Well, chances are that's not true. But but, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, but I, for me, it's like, what do I do with this? Because for me, that cart can get out of control. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I guess I talk more so around the people that want to sit around and talk about what they're going to do and sometimes when you put it out there, like say you're recovering from an addiction, there's a lot of people dealing with all things that they're addicted to, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I have a lot of people that I know in the past that will say, look, I'm not open, I don't really wanna talk about it because I don't feel like I'm fully recovered myself yet. I can tell you the more you talk about it, the more you put that cart in front of the horse, the less you are going to do to relapse because it's mm -hmm. on your conscience. So I believe putting the cart before the horse, sometimes get out there and talk about it. You know, if you're if you're recovering and you're not feeling like you're well, you know, well enough to do it, if you start talking about it and put it out there, going back will be more difficult because you've been out there putting it, right? You've been putting that front out there, it's harder. I think when you're sitting around talking about something you're gonna do in your business or in your personal life, you're sitting around planning it to death, put the cart in front of the dead gum horse and try to figure out how the horse can get in front of it and pull it. Mm -hmm. And and I can promise you things will move faster when you do that because you cannot foresee all of the roadblocks coming. Right. You cannot do it. And so the quicker way to do it is just put yourself in a bind to have to make it happen. And it's amazing, I think, how the things that you're, you can do, you will be amazed at what you can pull out. We're going to take a 30-second break. Uh, during the 30 seconds, we want you to get your cart in order, all right? We'll come back with the horses on the second segment of Second Shot. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hey everybody, it's Chad here. And if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week. And there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. What up, everybody? We're back on the second shot with the second segment. You went backwards on that one. I that know. actually Was we that did. easier to say? I think it might have been. Yeah. Now like I'm thinking about it. We went to the, we're on the second segment of the second shot. Second shot, second, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all there. It's fun. It's always doesn't fun. It doesn't matter. Well, we, we, we set ourselves up for a little tongue twister on that one, didn't we? We, we yeah, yeah, we did. I am on, you ever get Google alerts about yourself? Uh, about no, yourself? I just check my, I do Google myself. <laughs> do you Google yourself? Absolutely. Cause you look at the you, bottom? Well, no. See no, who I, else is Googling? No, I just look to make sure there's nothing crazy, yeah. out there because I know people that have had, um, things happen to them where they had the same name as somebody else 
that was arrested like for some I know somebody oh, literally did not get a job really because they thought that they were an unregistered <laughs> like um like sorry like something crazy and it wasn't them it was somebody else with the same name yeah that's scary that is terrible and i've had people i, pe- I should laugh had, at that but that's... and i've had people that have you know uh what do they call that catfishing they've used yeah. my face and yeah. profile oh, really? for catfishing that's how you know you've made it <laughs> and so <laughs> when you're being used so as, i google yeah. myself to find because yeah. i know i've not been on any dating websites and in, in um ever sure so if there's anything about me on a dating website, it is not me. I can yeah, guarantee. All right, yeah, good same to know. Here. If you see Chad Prather or Heath Oaks on a dating website, do not well, assume it's them. If you you could actually Google Chad Prather and you could look up uh, domestic violence, and there is a guy who apparently beat up his wife in Atlanta, Georgia, a couple of years ago, and got arrested for that. And I've I've gotten a lot of messages of people saying you're a douchebag, you're that guy. <laughs> sure, so I know it's crazy. No, I'm, I'm well, not. you're from Georgia, right? I'm from Georgia. Yeah, a, so that's what happens. Yeah, get a little crossover there. So and, uh, yeah, people people can't figure out where I'm from. Wikipedia says I'm from New. I was born in New Jersey, so there <laughs> there are haters out there who are convinced I'm from right. New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. not right. that there's anything wrong from you know. I, I mean, I got a kid at every exit in New Jersey, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with New Jersey. It's a good stretch of road down there. Yeah. All right, so I wanted to get to the, the, the headline for this segment. Uh, Hollywood is suffering its worst attended summer movie season in 25 years. Entertainment. It's a little mm-hmm. different on this show. Not that we're not entertaining. Uh, three reasons cited for uh, Hollywood doing poorly this summer. Uh, Netflix is a problem, according to big uh, big box studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, rising ticket and concession prices is an issue. Mm-hmm. And finally, and lastly in this list, which I think is the important one, they think movies are just not not as good now. And they're like, well, that's that's completely secondary to everything else, though. Competition and rising prices, those are our real problems. It's not that our movies are bad. It's that our the economy, you know, mm-hmm. that that's that's the issue. So what do you guys think about that? I would agree with all of those except for I, Netflix doesn't put good movies on anymore. <laughs> Netflix plays the stuff that nobody wants to watch anyway. You almost have to go to your streaming deal like an Apple TV and, and rent a, a movie from Apple or Redbox or something like that. Uh, but I will agree that the quality of movies has gone down, and I will add a fourth element to that. I think a lot of people are fed up with Hollywood. Yep. I think a lot of people are just sick and tired of the politics that come out of Hollywood. Uh, and, and, you know, we have a new president. If you have been asleep for the last seven months, we have a new president. Uh, he's not the most popular guy in the world if you listen to the media or to Hollywood. Uh, and I think a lot of people are sick of hearing that rhetoric. And so I think that's another thing. I think a lot of people are demonstrating their support with their pocketbook by withholding uh, money from Hollywood. Uh, I can tell you that I looked at the movies. You read off the movies, a lot of the big ones that have come out this summer. I haven't seen a single one. And I love movies. I'm a film buff, but I have not seen a single yeah, one let of me, those. Let me rattle off a couple of these. Uh, the Mummy, Baywatch, The Dark Tower, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, The Alien sequel, Alien 5, Transformers 5, Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Oh, come on, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're playing. You know, five. you know what I get out of this, though, is like the difference. Um, what I love is the disruption mm-hmm. of the movie business, right? This is one of those classic things that in, in your in your relationship with, with your spouse or like it, if you don't focus on evolving as a person and evolving that relationship, um, you know, spicing things up, as they say, not getting in that habit of that, you know what, she's married to me or he's married to me, stuck with me, I'm going to just do the mundane, right? Yep. Netflix will come along and disrupt that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and in your business life as well, if you're not focusing on the next big breakthrough with it, when I forget his name, but he's the guy who um, he had a lot to do with the Netflix stuff where he puts out the movie, you know, 
those movies that you named off, the budgets for them are hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars, uh, right? Outrageous. Where the guy um, with that, uh, I forget his name, but he was a big producer, and they all made fun of him when he started doing yeah. um, the deal where he was you know, doing movies for $380,000 budgets, yep. uh, $800,000 budgets. And he goes, look, if I put out 100 of them and two of them hit, which two of them hit seventy, eighty, ninety million dollars mm-hmm. in sales, my profit margin's massive. Mm-hmm. So his model was uh, qu- quantity, right? Yeah. And and spending all this money on movies, they are lacking behind on the disruption because they didn't see it coming. Yeah. It's like Blockbuster. Yeah. That was one of those companies that who like Blockbuster is almost like Walmart going out of business. I feel mm-hmm. like back in the day, like nothing was better than a kid. Getting to go to the movie store. Oh, I was. And Blockbuster was probably the one you went to. Made my life, man. I was you know every Friday night. I was in there with a Papa John's pizza and renting a movie. (laughs) And so I think in your in your personal life as well, like you can't get in that mundane and get blinded by the things coming. Like how is Hollywood not caught on to the Netflix is the streaming where they're putting out lots of movies, right? You know what? They're doing well. They're making ten times more profit. Hollywood can't be. It's got to be in because the amount of money they're spending on these movies, there can't be a lot there. So. You have to be ready for the disruption and be planning for it and trying to get creative. Ask the music industry when Napster came along. Yep. It destroyed people's lives. Artists, songwriters, uh, it destroyed their lives. Um, and the, you know, obviously Hollywood's not learning a big lesson from that. People are going to find economic ways to do it. They're going to find now, nowadays people are looking for more and more ways to stay home. So, you, you know, you have to evolve with your customer base yep you have to move with your customer base what is going to lend itself to it? and you're right you know movie prices are expensive nobody wants to go out there and, and mortgage a house in order to buy popcorn <laughs> yeah and that's what you have to popcorn do because that's what that's what keeps the theater itself in business they don't make any money off the movies uh they make it off of concessions so yeah. they have to charge an arm and a leg on that i will go one other step on the application end of that thing and my my thing about that is learn to tell a better story yeah mm. in your life you have a story. You are selling yourself. You're selling your your message. You're selling your products, whatever that may be. Learn to tell a better story, a compelling story, one that's worth listening to, one that's worth, uh, you know, make it enjoyable. Make it something that people say, wow, you, sh- you need to hear this guy's story. And I, and I think Hollywood has forgotten the ability to tell a story. I mean, it's the same movie they released last year. I mean, if you're watching... What is it, Transformers? If you're watching the same car unfold itself into an, <laughs> a, a, you know, a, a space robot five times every year, you're telling the same story. It's yeah. not compelling anymore. Don't be, don't Mundane. be Zach Lewis Part Four. Yes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, be be Zach Lewis Number One. Tell that story and, and do it. And I think that a lot of people don't know how to do that anymore. I, I gave, a, I did a podcast with your buddies TJ and Craig this morning and. We talked a lot about that. How do you be yourself and tell your story? So I think that Hollywood's forgotten how to tell a story. Because well, let and me tell you something. I love a good movie. I love good acting. I love a good script. If you, if I love a good, well-delivered line, I'll pay money. I will, too. I'll pay money to go to the theater. You know what? It's know, worth going to. But I think about how we don't see disruptions coming in our lives. Right. You know, because we're not looking for them. I think you've got to be looking for it. I think you need to be looking at your personal relationship. And if you're feeling in a, in a routine, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Look for the disruptor. Mm-hmm. Disrupt it in a great positive light. Don't let there and don't sit there and let Netflix come along, and the red box and put Blockbuster out of business. Yeah. Don't let something come along and put your marriage out of business. Like you have to look to be creative. You have to put the spice in. You have to 
um, like you said, telling your story, tell, ha, change the yeah. story of your personal life. Gotta right? be dynamic. You've got to be dynamic. Look for the disrupt. Disruptions have came along in mm-hmm. every arena there is possible. And a marriage is not. You know, I love when people go, "Well, so and so changed." Who's not going to change every ten years? You know what I mean? Five years. Change with it. Yeah. You I, need to change as well. If somebody's growing and you're not, you're probably the problem. You got to grow. Study Steve. Jobs. Yep. Study Apple computers. Study their technology. Study what the things that they've done. They're always all the disruptions. They're telling the same story. It's the same same brand, but they're te- they're all the stuff that's come along. They've managed to and now they're on top of the world. Absolutely. But you got to be able to tell your story, yeah. right? And you have to be looking for disruptions, and in your business as well. Like if you're a plumber and have a plumbing shop, you need to be having somebody spending time mm-hmm. looking for what's disrupting this because you can't just expect plumbing going to be around how it is forever somebody's going to come in that industry and blow it up. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for ways to get blow things up and get things creative to keep them spicy, you have to do that. That's not something that just happens. Yeah. You have to have a focus on it. Would you agree? I totally agree. Yeah. 100%. I get to apply it to my life over and over again. I, in fact, what you just said, I'm, I'm convicted. My heart, <laughs> because it goes back to the social media thing. With, the, you know, with so much I do on social media, I can't tell you how many part fours and fives I, I keep posting. Yeah, you got to disrupt because it. Because I'm trying to figure out ways to make it innovative and fresh and and that's hard for me because yep. that is an entertainment avenue for me, and it's tough. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, so, all right, we're going to come back to the third segment. We're going to tell you about a little adventure that Heath and I had just yesterday, so stay tuned to Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. What's up, everybody? We are back. We are back. Um, man, you know what? Texas has been suffering, and everybody that's on the planet knows Texas has been suffering because... Unless you've been under a rock. Basically, the biggest storm that anyone alive has seen in the state of texas hit us uh you know what a week and a half ago in hurricane harvey and came in tropical storm and just absolutely flooded the southern part of texas everything everything within you know hundreds of miles in from the gulf coast is underwater it just it redefined the map of texas somebody that i heard a um a stat that said the rain fall that fell with that hurricane you could cover the lower 48 states with seven inches of water and that would be equal to the amount of rainfall that hit south texas i read it was uh 27 trillion gallons of water that, that's that's that that's not insane. even warren buffett type numbers no it's not i mean it's, it's ridiculous and what's I mean, crazy like, to me i said makes to, warren buffett look like i said up. to somebody yesterday i said you know you got six hundred thousand acres of montana that's on fire right now if we take that water and transpose no, it over wouldn't to, that be nice you know just put it over there and just drop it on montana right now it'd be That'd wonderful be great but yeah it's bad and we've seen the devastation we've seen one hundred eighty thousand homes destroyed we've seen tens of thousands of people displaced we've seen at least 50 that have uh, become uh, tragic victims with fatalities 
uh, and, and just everybody suffering. Uh, we've seen folks come from all over the country. We've seen Texans band together to come in with rescue efforts. I've seen videos, and I've seen it with my own eyes, line after line of just traffic backed up of people pulling their boats down to go in and, and go find people. Uh, my good friends, uh, you know, my, my, I call them my family, Rednecks with Paychecks. Uh, they took all of their monster trucks down there and their old military vehicles, and they were able to go places that the authorities couldn't go and rescue people. And uh, they, they, they and the Cajun Navy were so impressive in their efforts that President Trump actually requested a meeting with them. And so Derek Morris, my buddy, he, it's the head of Rednecks with Paychecks, he, he visited with Trump and the First Lady the other day. So, uh, yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's really, really bad. We, but, you know, and talk a little bit about what we did. We, we talked um, a little bit about it on the last podcast as well, but yesterday, uh, Chad and I were, were blessed um, enough to be able to make a trip down. You know, we were sitting around Sunday, and I I text, I was sitting there feeding Brighton, you know, all by my lonesome, and she was gurgling and talking. <laughs> and, and I said, you know, my wife asked me, hey, um, are you working tomorrow? I said, well, yeah, why not? She goes, well, it's Labor Day. I go, oh, I didn't even think about that. And, you know, I was like, you know, so I text Chad. I said, are you back in Texas? He goes, yeah, I am. I said, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, oh, I really don't have plans yet. And I said, let's, let's make us a run. Like, I put the cart before the horse because I was like, let's do it all. Did, we'll yeah. figure it out. Like, we'll get the U-Haul later and all that. So I'm like, my thing is, I'm one of those that if you put me under pressure, I do 10 times better. Yeah, me if too. I, if, I am, if I am like... Not against the ropes. I'm just not as good. But like by saying, "Look, let's do this," and then posting it and not having any of the details done, <laughs> there's no way I could have. Because I could have easily figured out a way to justify with a three-month-old wife at work, a uh, long day when your wife's gonna get up early. Like there's a lot of things I could have justified on mm-hmm. on um, and been legit. But we put it out there. Um, Chad posted about it. I did. My wife did. Went and got a U-Haul. Um, on Sunday and posted it out front and sat there and, and a lot of gracious people came by uh, over that night and then in the morning um, and we filled the U-Haul up with a lot of things. They need a lot of cleaning supplies like that. You know, what, what hits me hard is having a three-month-old and as soon as we brought diapers, like parents coming, oh my God, thank you because like their kids been wearing the same diaper for a couple of days because they don't yeah. have any like that. That hits you right in the heart. I don't right. care who you are. And when Chad and I, we spent 10 hours um, in the vehicle. Now I'll tell you this, both of our wives, my wife is always like, Keith, you're just so optimistic. You always think that it's not <laughs> going to cost this as much or it's not going to take as long. She's like, there's no way you're driving down five hours one way, dropping all this stuff off and coming five hours back, leaving at nine in the morning and going to be back by 8 p.m. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I was like, oh, it will happen. Well, Chad tells me that his wife did the same thing. She's oh, like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Y'all guys aren't going to do it. And I was like, we will make this happen. Yeah. Luckily, we got a new U-Haul that did not have the governor at the 60, you know. <laughs> governor is at 90. I did figure that out. Got and we got it, we got it loaded up with stuff, and we took off down there, and we made it back by 730. I beat our time by 30 minutes. So yeah. I was like, there you go. Yeah, it would have been impossible for them. Yeah. Because... I'm not going to say just because they're women, but because I know those women. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it, it would have they wouldn't have made it. But she uh, would have hated it because I was, I was driving so fast. Well, I got up yesterday morning. I had to go be on Fox and Friends. And if you haven't seen that link, go check it out, uh, talking about Harvey. And I, I got out of bed. It was early. I was groggy. And I said, 
you know what? I don't think we can make it. Mathematically, it's just not possible. <laughs> and then I sat on the toilet and my brain started working again and I started doing the math on my fingers and I was like, yeah, we, we technically should make it in exactly, you know, the 11 hours. And so... Uh, kudos to you. You drove the entire way down and back. I like driving. But we had, yeah. What would you say? We probably had about six thousand, seven thousand dollars worth of goods in the truck that we were able to deliver. And I'd it was say a, at least. It was a very well diversified of things they really needed. Stuff they really, really because they're needed. not really needing the clothes and stuff. That's the thing is, some people are bringing clothes, but they don't. I mean, cleaning supplies yeah. is massive. They don't Big have time. anywhere within a three-hour radius where they can get cleaning yeah. supplies. You know, diapers, formulas, wipes. Um, Things of that nature. Those your basic needs. I mean, look around your house. If your house was underwater by three, four foot, what would you need to get that fixed, right? And you yeah. say you have no Walmart or nothing within three hours. Yeah, you know that's the things that they're needing right now. We got down there and it was such an awesome uh, group of people at the First Baptist Church there in, in, in Morris. I can't ever say it right. Mauriceville. Mauriceville in Orange. Uh, it's Orange address, but Orange it's kind Texas, of yeah. yeah. Um, the First Baptist Church, they're phenomenal people, such nice people. Yep. The whole church was underwater, and they, it was getting cleaned out, and we saw the lines of people lining up trying to get something to eat with people mm-hmm. handing out food because there wasn't any down there. I mean, it's one of those things that it, it's legit, guys and, and girls, and that I hope that um, you'll be, be looking for some posts. My cousin is getting an 18-wheeler set up in Denton at the Denton Realtors Association, and it's going to be open on eight to five every day to go fill that up and the, his goal is to get that semi truck filled mm-hmm. with stuff and those company will drive that semi trailer yeah. full of stuff and supplies down because beaumont area and all that area where we were at are there small little towns that are needing it in a big way yeah and, and and i don't care when you listen to this podcast you can listen to this podcast 12 months from now after it's been recorded it still needs help they still need help i promise you that storm this damage is that bad uh it will never be the same in south texas Okay, folks, we got to get out of here. Uh, pray for Texas. Pray for Montana. Pray for Oregon, Utah, Washington, Northern California, the Los Angeles area. Man, they're all the on Bahamas fire. Bahamas and Florida. Uh, dude, coming and up. Irma's coming. It's going to make landfall in the Virgin Islands. It's it's a bad deal. Heath, where can they find you? Uh, Ignorance on Fire or at Heath Oaks. And also, um, the third segment's when we usually like take listener um, emails, and we didn't have any this week, but secondshotcast at gmail.com. Questions, yep. comments, concerns, anything you got, send it our way. Yep, come on to watchchad.com or you can find me at politicalcowboy.com. I will stir it all. All up. We got a new one, no, too. you stirring anything? Yeah. I, you got, oh, brother. I don't believe oh. you would stir anything, Chad Pissing Fraser. people off by the thousands every day. <laughs> My new mission in That's life. That's your new slogan. Hell, yeah. I'm going to make T-shirts. Hey, you know we love you guys. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for subscribing. Leave us a good review, and we will see you next week on another episode of Second Shot. Digital destination for premium talk radio.